Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey everyone, it's Caroline from G-Things Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G-Things Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G-Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. from everybody i know, you know there's no there's no fourth wall there's not even a third wall there's not even a second wall we're just all in the same room there's actually no walls zero walls <laughs> hi everyone welcome to another episode of g things just bought it it's a podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next i am one of your hosts caroline moss and this is my other host sally tamarkin hey sally are you having a little deja vu here i'm having mage deja vu but this is actually a treat because I love recording with you. So it's just like, let's do Groundhog Day. I love recording with you too. So I actually sabotaged the audio on Monday. (laughs) You got us back here. Um, For those who don't know, and that's everyone but us and our editor, um, (laughs) our editing software or our recording studio that we use online literally just pulled the wrong audio. And we recorded this great episode that we're re-recording right now, uh, which is completely unusable because once again, it like pulled from my AirPods microphone not like you guys care, but just a little bit how the sausage is made and made poorly. Um, <laughs> that's how that went down. But Dally made me feel better because apparently when you were recording, um, oh, I like that. That happened to you too. And then it made me feel less bad about what I had what I had done. Yeah, same. I, I'm re-recording tomorrow <laughs> with with like a guest who like a lot of times on Oh, I Like That, it's like people I know. And so if something gets messed up, I'm just like, hey, bro, I blew it. Like, let's <laughs> not, not, I've actually only had to re record an episode like one other time in like 10 years of podcasting. But like, wow. you know, but like, you know, if there's a problem and it's someone you know, better that in two weeks, in one week, twice, do it twice. Yeah. And I use the same, I also use the same recording software as you. So I, I, it's, it's, I, it's not fun. It's not. It's not great. I've I've lodged a formal complaint and I called nine one one. So hopefully something will come of that. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. Like if Mercury's in retrograde, I don't know if God is smiting me. It's probably a combo of the two, as it always is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Last week, we talked about the cosification of our homes and became very clear that even though we record pretty early. And I'm letting you have this, Sally, because we record early Pacific time, but we record sort of just like around 10 a.m. Mid-morning. Time. Yeah. Um, Which for me, by the way, is like, it's actually like early afternoon. So I have no lunch. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't really know how light bulbs work. That became apparent Mm-mm. sort of as I re-listened to the episode. I And I thought, you know what? 
I'm going to own this. Yeah. I don't really know. You know, whoever said, they said this in the Facebook group too. It was like, you know, Thomas Edison, you know, not a woman in STEM. And it's like, yeah, that is true. No one ever said, Thomas Edison, you're a woman in STEM. Mm -mm. And you you have to think about why you have to, you have to ask the questions, which is we all have to. Mm -hmm. I, I have no shame about not knowing how light bulbs work. Should I? That's not for me to say. If you think I should be ashamed, that's it's none of my business. You think what you want and I'll go sure. on not knowing how light bulbs work. Right. The freedom of America. And why else would we be here in this country other than the fact that everything's horrible, but you guys can't say boo about us not knowing what an LED bulb is. And I'm going to, I'm yeah, going right, to, I'm going to let us sit with that. Yeah, let's all sit with that. It's a free country. And I think mm. that um, we all have to just reflect on that for a little while. Yeah. I mean, look, if you guys know how light bulbs work, great. Like, I majored in journalism with a healthy side of English. We didn't get a lot of light bulb lessons. And I think I missed the week in fourth grade where, you know, we did talk about light bulbs. I was busy. I had plans. Okay. So, I still recommend all the things we recommended, all the different like battery operated lights. But there's a part of that episode where we were just like, if it's battery, is it electricity? And I still don't <laughs> totally know the answer. There's no way. Listen, I'm going to repeat what I said in the Facebook group. There's <laughs> no way to know. We, we, can't, we can't know these things. We yeah, can't understand the, these unknowable things. And Absolutely. we're just out here. We're out here putting ideas out there, contemplating them, yeah. dissecting them. We're just asking questions We're and it's on everyone questions. else. Yeah. Come to the conclusions that feel most comfortable for you. That's between yeah. you and your God. That's right. Sally and I have just gotten red pilled in sort of mm-hmm. like the light, the lighting community, um, mm-hmm. which is not, which is not the same as, but we're also deep on Reddit and our loved ones are trying to pull us out of mm-hmm. reds about light bulbs because we've gone too far and we're starting to see some light bulb conspiracies shit. light bulb conspiracies. red 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 light bulb pilled red light bulb red bulb bulb pilled yeah. we've been bulb pilled red bulbed it is yeah exactly it's not my business what you think of how dumb i am about light bulbs and Mm-mm. It's and also let's be clear. Right. It's it's not my business how light bulbs work. Do I look like a light bulb manufacturer? <laughs> yeah. Do ask I? Hugh. Ask yeah. ask Hugh Phillips. Right. Ask Hugh Phillips. Ask Hugh J Phillips. Okay. And ask his dad Hugh J Phillips the first. Don't ask me, yeah, Caroline like, Moss, and don't ask Sally Tamarkin. Don't bring That's your problems to me. Bring don't them bring to your problems. Hugh J Phillips Senior. Yeah. Hugh J Phillips Senior. Who who really did inherit such a nice company and, and did leave a nice company for his family. And, and, and we appreciate, um, a man who is committed to nepotism in this way. You know, we um, love yeah, that. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge supporter of the podcast. Thank you for sponsoring. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this episode has been talk, brought to you by the light bulb segment. <laughs> <laughs> the huge J Phillips foundation. For illuminating for answers, okay, conversations, are, yeah. yeah, illuminating conversations. Okay, so since we have had this, we have this episode on lock right now, just because we already freaking recorded it. Um, so what we're going to talk about today, 
Everyone has a piece of clothing that they love that they bought a while ago that they bought maybe not even thinking like you don't know the future. You know, when you walk into that H&M, Sally, yeah. you don't know like I, no. or, or this Uniqlo, you don't know that I'm going to grab this thing and you're going to be like, this is going to be my favorite sweatshirt, winter, spring, summer, fall, black tie, going to bed like you don't know when you take it. So, of course, you buy one. Or maybe if you're smart, you buy two. Um, weddings, funerals, bar mitzvahs, weddings, job funerals, interviews. You're wearing it everywhere. Sometimes job interviews. Sure. Right. Dinners. Yeah. Um, when we went to the Hugh J. Phillips Foundation Gala, you did wear that hoodie. And everyone was like, huge, where do I get huge that hoodie? Huge event. And mm-hmm. you said, and this is kind of the thing that sparked this episode, was at that gala when they asked Sally to stand up and define light bulbs. They Mm -hmm. just, you you know, Sally, you didn't know the answer. And so you did, you know, you distracted them with the hoodie. And then all of a sudden they Mm -hmm. were asking the questions, where did you get that hoodie? And you were like, I got it from H&M so long ago. They don't make it anymore. And it makes me sad. Tell us about this hoodie, Mm -hmm. because by the end of this episode, we're going to send all of the Jesus on a mission to find you another one. Um. And I have pictures of you in it, and it's just it's stunning, as they say. Stunning. Yeah, so I, I will say that when we recorded this the first time, I was like, let me see if I have any photos of me in this hoodie. And it turns out that I have like 50 photos of me in this hoodie because I have worn it over the years just constantly. There's like me, like I, I told you I wore it on my first date with my partner. I wore yep. it. There's like a headshot. I'm wearing it in a headshot for work. Actually, two different headshots. Um, So this is a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I got from H and M in like 2010, mm-hmm. and I got it in black, and then immediately went back and got it in this kind of like, which kind Sally, of like a in, navy. In H and M years, that that's like 600 years ago. Yeah, it it was like the turn of the 17th century yeah, when I bought yeah, this hoodie. Yeah, exactly. Like I want you to picture. I want you to picture horse-drawn carriages. I want you to – no light bulbs. I mean, we don't know. We can't know for sure when light bulbs (laughs) were discovered, but we know that when I got this at H&M, it was – I walked into this candle-lit (laughs) H&M and I got – no, here, let me describe the hoodie. So picture a black hoodie. You you pull it over your head. It has a Mm. pocket, you know, like in – like one – pocket on like the belly. And the only thing that makes this a not totally nondescript hoodie is that the way the corners in the front come together, there's like this almost little like crisscross where like one side, I'm like, I'm like demonstrating this on camera to Caroline. And it's, I don't, I think that if you saw me doing what I'm doing physically, or you just heard me talking about it, like the listeners are doing now, you would have no idea what I'm talking about. But basically like the front of it, the collar, instead of being a normal hoodie collar, one part of it sort of comes over the other part of it. Do you have like a better way of explaining this, Caroline? No, it's not. It's honestly like, and the only reason I'm like, look, like, you know, we're not talking. No one says we're professional talkers, even though Mm -mm. the job would just just say otherwise, is that we have so many pictures of you wearing it. I'm okay with like us just trying to figure out just sort of what feels right to us. It does feel, but also remember I showed you another hoodie and I was like, look, it has the cross. And you were like, every hoodie looks like that (laughs) in the front. This one just sort of has like a little bit more of a pronounced, like where the strings meet on the hood 
there's also some like fabric crossover that comes down a little bit below the neckline in like a stitch. Yeah. Um, that, and that's what makes it appropriate to wear to weddings, funerals, first right. dates and job headshots. Um, but yeah, it's very, it's very cute. And it's very, uh, it does not, it looks from afar, looks yeah. like any hoodie. Yeah. Close up. You see it has special. You see it has like a little bit of like a little, a little, a little pizzazz. And, um, so I had it in black then I was like, let me get this. I, and I bought it. I was like, I'm going to want more of these. I got it in like a Navy blue. Mm. And then later I was like, oh shoot, like I need to get more of these cause I really love them. And I was able to get like on eBay an orange one and a gray one. And yeah. I I do still have the gray one. The black one and the navy one just like disintegrated off my body. Eventually I had to, it was like, I think two years ago, two or three years ago that I finally, I don't, Let I couldn't go. even like donate them because I wore them until they were like, just, it was just like pieces of fabric hanging off my body. Um, and the gray <laughs> Which is one- is honestly the only ethical way to like, like go through a fast fashion is like you wait until that thing- is now part of your DNA. Yeah. You wait until it <laughs> composts on your yeah, body. On your body. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, so I got, so the orange one just like didn't work. It was like the wrong. So, this is another thing we talked about when we first recorded this that like with fast fashion, you can get an item in like identical sizes and colors. And if it's from a place like H&M, it might be a totally different fit made from a totally mm. different fabric. Like, because mm-hmm. it's like they're not like, it's it's more about quantity than quality. Uh, yes. So I got this orange one. Didn't really work. I immediately donated it. The gray one I have, and it's okay, but it it is made of like a slightly different material. And so it hangs a little differently. So I don't love it as much as the first two I had, but sure. I still do. I still do love it. So the thing is, is that this, this hoodie, it's called it's just like the H&M store brand, which is un- called Undivided, and it has no other identifying like words or descriptors. So back in like 2013, 14, 15, when I would Google around, this was like – I didn't know about Poshmark or anything at that point, if they even existed. Yeah. I, just, I just used eBay, and I was able to find them on eBay occasionally, but it's now been so long, and these hoodies are so – not, I mean, if you type H and M hoodie, I mean, I don't know if you know this, Caroline, but H and M, I feel like seventy five percent of what they make are hoodies, and yeah. so you're kind of searching for a needle in the haystack. Because Absolutely, you have, if you, you do that you know, math of like this was produced, this was from, you know, the fall season thirteen years ago times seventeen point six five million hoodies per year. Mm-hmm. But also, Sally, then it does give me hope because it's like no one makes as many clothes as H&M, such as kind of the problem, um, which means that there's these hoodies exist. They're out there. It means they're out there. Yeah, that's true. But we don't know what to search for. And we've tried. I've tried. I was looking. You were. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Undivided I mean, was their like in-house brand for a while, right? It was like their branded brand. They've done yeah. a few different rebrandings since then, but I can imagine the font of Undivided right now because yeah, Undivided yeah, yeah. was like when I got my first pair of jeans from H and M, like my junior year in high school. I remember one. No, I got two pairs. One of them was like Undivided, and the other one was Log L O G G. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which I don't know what that means, but I would be like, I have my Log jeans and. <laughs> And uh, I can imagine the font now. 
Yeah. But it's like, how do you search? And also, because of the crossover of the top, very difficult to find that language for SEO. Exactly. Exactly. That's like, these have been all of my problems. I'm wondering if like someone in the Facebook group will see it and like know what that is called or know what a good search term would be for it. I guess, I mean, if Undivided isn't still the the store brand, that actually gives me some hope because that would distinguish it from all the other hoodies they make that um, go by whatever H&M calls their brand now. That's true. I don't know when Undivided stopped, but I don't. I don't think it's there anymore. Though it has been a while for me to shop at H and M because they don't. They and they've started doing better plus size, but there was like a crucial six year period in my life where like I worked across the street from an H and M, and it was always one of those things where it's like, oh, a random plan came up, and you can't really wear what you wore today. Not a lot of like this thing I wore to work isn't really appropriate for like going out because it wasn't the hoodie, which is appropriate for everything. For and then sure. you'd, I'd want to run into H&M and get stuff. But I always felt like as a, as a size 14, I was kind of just like on the very highest end of their sizing. And then also mm-hmm. like their sizing was like a little bit European, yeah, which yeah, meant yeah. that it was already smaller. Um, so I, I missed out on a lot of H&M. So I'm not totally sure when Undivided stopped, but it is a good... If it's under it's if it's hoodie you see when you're searching for Sally's hoodie, and the brand is undivided, um, we uh, that's that's good news. You know, study that, study that, and and I'm gonna share many pictures of Sally wearing this hoodie, um, <laughs> because we have many. There are yeah. like upwards of at least nine, and also not from the same thing. There's yeah, like all from different podcast recordings hanging like out live. Podcast like live event. I am wearing this out at a live event. I am on stage. I wore it to two different photos that became headshots at company. Like I, like I said, wore my first date with my like, like this thing went with me everywhere. It was just like just beloved. And and as you know, Caroline, I kind of started wearing my hoodies. I was inspired by Veronica Mars, who wears a hoodie like I wouldn't call it like fitted it's not like <laughs> a bodycon hoodie but it it is it is not like um it's not like a baggy lay no, around it's, the it's, house hoodie it's literally the size of your if you were to buy a shirt it would be like the same size as a shirt because yeah. you're not trying to wear it oversized. You, I know that you are uncomfortable with this term, but I think we do want to say bodycon hoodie I think we want to say <laughs> bodycon hoodie um, you know, Kim Kardashian saw all of these pictures of Sally in this hoodie mm-hmm. and that's where Skims was born. Okay. That's I inspired where, that whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's why it's called Skims because S and then Sally and a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know that. And don't mm-hmm. think about, you know, Kim's we're talking about Sally. Well, um, it's, it stands for Sally Kim's so that she could have <laughs> some part of it as well. That's right. And she paid you a lot for that. So she paid much. You a lot. And you were like, all I want is more hoodies. And, and she was like, I don't know, babe, I don't know where to get those. And that's where we're asking you guys to come in. We need Please. more hoodies. But I said to Sally in the recording that no one will ever hear because it's truly painful to listen to with the audio the way it is. I said, what search terms are you using to find this sweatshirt? And I'm like kind of doing like uh, cat hands on a keyboard looking. And Sally's like, oh, like H&M hoodie. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> time <forever>. to <laughs> like use one of my lifelines or whatever yeah. <laughs> super tight bandage hoodie um 
cling skin cling hoodie but like what weird crossover hoodie but and i know you'll know when you find it the other thing sally that you're going to have to deal with is that what size hoodie were you buying so um i believe that i would need it in a 2 or a 4 i think those are the I think those are the um, the undivided sizings. The, the H and M, yeah, the undivided. Actually, I can, I'm going to check my email and see, look at an old eBay thing and see. Are you willing? Oh my gosh! Well, that's a that's a clue that we didn't think about. It is. What is? Well, if you had, if you bought one from eBay, then we'd have the search terms and we could see the listing, right? Um. Yeah. Look, so no one well, ever called us detectives except for it's, us. So. <laughs> we are not the people you hear about in true crime podcasts <laughs> who solve cold cases using only the internet. Um. So yeah, one Google, it's not the top hit. I'm like, I don't know. I can't go. I don't know. Could, couldn't couldn't figure it out. It's not possible. <laughs> so here's what it was listed as on eBay, and the link is broken now, but it's in my email. So divided by huge. H. Oh, it's divided, yeah, divided not, not, not undivided. undivided. So that's probably well, that's one of my problems. There we go. Great. <laughs> well, that I'm changes like, everything. Un- <laughs> now, well, that does change all of my search terms divided that I've been using. Okay. H&M. Okay. Um, divided by H&M women's sweaters. <laughs> that was the that was what it was listed as on eBay. And I got that on March Oh, March 11th, 2016. I got it as late as 2016. I mean, that it was when- almost seventh I, anniversary of this of you buying this hoodie on eBay well, then. Th- I mean, this is me getting it like six years after I got the first one. You know what I mean? Like this is me trying to like hoard them in the event I couldn't find them anymore. Okay. This is when you started realizing the writing's on the wall. The writing's totally. on the hoodie. The hoodie's mm-hmm. on the wall. The hoodie's- in my body, very much. This it, it composted. Okay, is um <laughs> divided. Okay, all right. So divided still seems to be a. Am I wrong? I'm looking at the H and M website right now. I know it's not going to be there, but do they have? Either divided is still a brand, or they've changed. God, I haven't looked at H and M in so long. Like. Now I'm going to get lost and like start buying multiple striped sweaters from H&M, which is my kryptonite. I want to find this hoodie for you, but it is the most nondescript. Like there's nothing on it. There's no words. There's nothing. Like the colors are black, white, and navy. Like you could not find a more generic piece of clothing, which is why I am so – I think this is perfect because this is the thing that's so special to you is seemingly a thing that you could get – from anywhere, but as everyone knows, it's not not all hoodies are created equal. This, They're not. This is a really special hoodie. You could find a black, white, or um, navy blue hoodie anywhere from any store at the drop of a hat, at the drop of a hoodie, but it won't be this hoodie. But, but I really do believe that this hoodie exists out there. Um, now, tell me, you said that when you were looking – um, when you bought this one at eBay in 2016, you did not know that like there was a site of like Poshmark, exi- right. Poshmark existed or whatever. Have you exhausted any of these options or are you basically diving in for the first time thinking like, so you're saying there's a chance and you're going in, in, you know, with the help of the G thanks community or like, have you been searching and coming up empty or are you ready to start this search and hopeful that it will yield a good result for you? 
I'm the, I'm hopeful. I'm ready to start the search and I'm hopeful okay. it'll yield a good result. Cause I haven't looked like, for example, no, this isn't one I'm looking on thread up right now. And it almost looks like it would be that it would be the right one, except that the call that they, the, the, it's tied. And so you can't really see the collar, but now that I look closely, it's not it, but yes, I would love to find this again. Um, I just, I don't know. I like don't, it's so hard for me to believe it exists. And I, and it's really hard to think of what to you put think in you're there. You're the only one who got this I stepped into, I stepped into like some kind of a time warp. Yeah. I guess maybe, I guess like maybe, um, what would you, I guess maybe the word collar would help. Maybe putting I, the word collar in there. Yeah. Collar, H&M hoodie. I was doing crossover collar. I don't know what that means, you know, but I'm thinking, but I don't, but it's like, is the person listing it? Is the person who's listing, right? Yeah. The person we who gotta get lists in their heads. the thing is not exactly, we got to get in their heads, but it's like that person doesn't have the same emotional attachment to this hoodie as you do. So they're mm -hmm. not looking intricately at the details, you know, they're just like black hoodie. They're just so like, hoodie, yeah. like you have to have two searches going one that casts like a super wide net and you know, that most of what you come up with, most of what you drag in the dredge mm -hmm. of the land of H&M is not going to be what you want, but it might be in there. Mm -hmm. Or you have to go super, super specific and understand that maybe what you're searching for isn't how it was listed because it was from somebody yeah. who didn't really give a shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And how I'm, dare I'm, they? And how dare they? I'm hoping that someone in the Facebook group is going to see the picture and be like, oh, I know how I would describe this. And then they'll just like go on like Poshmark and it'll be like right there. I hope someone in the Facebook group is like, I was on the design team of Divided at H&M in 2010. And I'm, I made this hoodie. I'm the daughter of Paul Divided. <laughs> I'm Paula Divided. Paula. <laughs> My father never had a son. So and, it was me. And divided um, and divided but like oh i want to find it for you so i guess like we need to start up i want this to be sort of a comprehensive search um search party so if your name if your last name begins with a through m you are searching ebay and poshmark if your last name begins through n through z you are searching the thread ups uh, and anything that isn't one of those two big sites, you're going on all the small sites because we have to find this for you. I'm determined. You love it so much. You wear it everywhere. And everyone, I, at, well, who are you without this hoodie? Nobody? I don't even know. That's Nobody? part of it is, is that I'm just, I'm just like kind of in the middle of a crisis of identity. And that's right. like one of the reasons I need to get this. And I wonder if you put in the, the, the year 2010, Oh, that's smart. Like, is anybody like a fashion student of life? Like, is there a way to see like what is there a, a website, a book somewhere that was like, here are all of H&M's offerings from 2010, a Ooh. catalog? Like, w is that a place we can go? Um, you know what I would do if I were like really rich? I would yeah. just like hire I a would, PI. I would hire one of my many assistants to like call H&M and describe it and be like, Sally Tamarkin needs as many of these as are in your warehouses. Or like I guess the other, thing, Prada. The, devil, the other thing. The devil met Prada. The devil wears Prada. <laughs> the devil like, where she's like, the sequel. Scarves. And, and she's like, scarves from where? And she goes, please bore someone else with your question. 
Um, I, um, I, f- I feel like the other thing that I could do is, is like find a, a clothing maker to just like make me one. Whoa. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you have to be rich for that though? Is that expensive? No, but expensive? what if you brought in, this is a great, a great idea. So what if you got like a Gildan sweatshirt, you know, hoodie, black, like all the, and then brought, I mean, I don't think it would be hard. That's how clothing is made from patterns. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think a hoodie would be that hard to replicate if you already had another hoodie. They would just have to replicate like the top part. Mm-hmm. But Sally, would you know deep in your heart it wasn't real? It wasn't it? Um, I don't care if it's oh, not real. If if it if it looks and fits the same changer. way. That's a game changer. Tell me more. Well, I don't – I mean, if it looks and fits the same way, like, I don't – it's not like H&M – I mean, it's H&M. I mean, I, I feel like it doesn't get any more, like, kind of – like, I don't feel like I need to – like, I, I don't know. I feel like some people are like – I. You know, this is really special because it has this like label. It was made by this like important designer, and I just right Thomas I, Edison. Yeah, Thomas Edison, and I don't feel that way about clothes, but I definitely don't feel that way about H and M clothes. Now, is that? But you do love this hoodie. I just you're. I just don't. Want, I want to make sure that people aren't going to be mad at you for contradicting yourself here. You know, I'm just wait. Trying how to am I contradicting you. myself? Well, the, you, this hoodie is so important to you, and every and and you're and it, you know you're digging for it. But you're also like, I don't care. You know, it's like, well, do you care? Do you care? Do you no. care? I mean, listen, if if there was like an identical hoodie in look and fit, like it doesn't matter to me if it was if it was okay. made by H&M or if like someone custom made it. You know what I'm saying? I understand. So basically what we're looking for is this – if we cannot find the exact same – designer H&M hoodie. What we're looking for is this exact sort of crossover neck, which you'll learn is a little different than the majority of crossovers on a typical hoodie Mm -hmm. and for it to be like fitted, which I think in luck as fashion would have it, most sweatshirts, the most like fashion sweatshirts are meant to be a little fitted, which I don't know if that was the case in 2010. I think we were just all wearing like big sweatshirts. I mean, the thing is, is that like, it would, I feel like it would be, I would be kind of surprised if there was like an exact replica of this, but you know, if it's out there then. But I mean, but yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. I'm texting you if you've access. I saw this on Pinterest. Okay. Just now it is a Zara hoodie. So, you know, Zara and Paula divided. Mm-hmm. As everyone knows, we're sisters. There was a big split in the family. Huge it's falling out. Huge falling out. Um, a lot. Of, so Zara's off making her own clothes. What is is that? Mm-hmm. I'm. I'll put this in the show notes so that everyone can see what I'm sending Sally right now. <clears throat> it's listed as a plain hooded sweatshirt, stylish hoodie, trendy hoodie sweatshirt. Take a look. What's that collar look like to you? It looks like. Something in between a regular one and the one that I'm looking for. Closer to just a regular sweatshirt, though. Okay. I'm scrolling up in our chat and looking at – yeah, almost like what you're sending me, what all these pics are – oh, they're so – I get it. It's fitted. There is like a little bit of – it's not a V-neck. And it's but, like, and it's not a cowl neck, but I feel like if a cowl neck and a V neck were to 
fall in love and have mm. children. As most do you know what do. I mean? As they yeah. do. Yeah, these are such great pictures too. Everyone will laugh at literally how many pictures Sally has of themselves in this hoodie, but also just like across years, across, across years, time, spanning, across, spanning uh, generations, generations, decades. Um, oh, I'm so sad that like, I know, I know this is hard See, to find, but know. I really also think we can do it. I mean, I, I think if anyone can, it's going to be the, the Jesus. I, I would hope so. Or else I'm shutting down the whole podcast. Yeah, I mean, this so, is it, you guys. The easiest thing for everyone to do is just go look at the pictures of this hoodie. I'm going to post them on Instagram. I'm going to post them in the Facebook group of Sally wearing the hoodie. It's so much easier. Well, I would think. It, does, it has not been easy for me to sort of figure out your SEO search terms. Once you see it. Once you see it. And once you see it, you'll know. You know, like, you know, you know, when you know, you know. But I want to find this for you because this is not the same experience I've had with, like, my favorite fast fashion clothing gone too soon. Like, my my Madewell Whisper Tees, they changed the fabric somewhere between 2016 and 2018. I've never been able to find one of the old ones. The betrayal. And I've gotten over it because it's like... But again, it's exactly what you said about the hoodie. It's like, yeah, it's a gray V-neck T-shirt. It's not that it's made well made. It's that I like the way it drapes. I like the, it just is the perfect T-shirt for me. And I've never been able to find it again. And made well will say, we still carry those shirts. We still have them. And here they are. And here, please give us your credit card, buy them. But they're not the same to me. The betrayal. The 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 gaslighting. Well, I mean, gaslighting. do you think that? Do you think that maybe it'll um, change again? Like, you know, maybe if they change once, they'll go back? I don't know that they'll go back, but I don't know. I've been hoping. I I was hoping that was a fluke, and I was hoping that our many protests taking to the streets against the new Madewell mis- Whisper Tees would have gotten us somewhere. But it just didn't, and they, they, they carried on. But I've seen other people in the G-Thinks group especially – be like, oh, I remember like the old material and the old material was so much better. And I'm oh, like, oh man, I'm glad you what? have someone to like corroborate. Misery, that- yeah, corroborate. Like, yeah, we were both there and we remember. And we know. And we know. That's a bond. That's that's an unbreakable bond. We'll always have that. And I want you to have, there. Ha- first of all, there has to be someone who owned this sweatshirt in the G thanks group. Secondly, I hope they still have it and don't really care about it and want to give it to you. Thirdly, (laughs) I really hope that they know how to search for it. You're right. We need a fashion student. We need a a doctor of fashion to tell us what that neckline is. We do. Yeah. If there's (sighs) any, if there's any doctors or professor, if you have a doctor, actually it's like a real thing. (laughs) I don't know. I'm making a joke about it. (laughs) If you do, if you've studied fashion and you know what that's called, like, please tell me. Yeah, design, Although like you said, then the person who's like selling it has to know and it just doesn't feel as likely. I know. That's the problem. It's like, it's like, that's why it's like A through N or like, or like A through N, no, A through M, cast a wide net N through Z get really specific with the search terms. Like doesn't matter where you search, but if your last name starts with a through M you're searching just hoodie 
H&M, 2010. And then we need to get the terms for the N through Zs to be like pointed collar, bandage dress, hoodie. Um, <laughs> and that's what it, they sound like when they're searching. That's what their right. voices sound like. That's what, it yeah. is, I'm just determined, you know, I'm determined because I want to believe that there's, I also think this is a thing that is missing in a fast fashion market. And maybe I'm just coming up with this on the fly and, and someone can take this idea because I am not a woman in tech, but like <laughs> in terms of keeping fast fashion, like people love fast fashion fine, but if we want to keep it out of landfills as long as possible, like I'm sure we are not the only two people yearning for a piece of fast fashion that we bought a really long time ago that we would like want to buy again that someone else has and doesn't want to put it into the landfill. Mm. And like the void of that is like the search terms and like the functionality of like figuring out like either we should label clothing in such a way that like as we purchased it, it's archived and we know what we bought. So if we want to buy it again, there's like specific things we can search for. Yeah. But that are like obvious. Like I'm not going into like a tag, like all of the information that you would need for a Madewell Whisper Tea, like what season it was made for, um, the S like the SKU number or whatever is all on that tag that it gets itchy and you rip off. So like that doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. good try, but we need something more. But wouldn't that be good if like all of fast fashion was archived in that way? It really and it was would be. easier to just like access it. Because I mean, then at the, at the very would, least, they could include a tag with some goddamn identifying information. You know what I mean? Yeah. Goddamn identifying information. And it also should be digital who is saving tags. But it should be like when you buy something, that should be like uploaded to a, an account somewhere. And don't tell me that the Madewell Whisper Tea of 2015 is the same Madewell Whisper Tea of 2018. I'm not. That's gaslighting. But that if it, you, don't, if, don't if pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Don't piss on me in general and then tell me it's raining. That's what I always say. Mm -hmm. But like no shame if you change the structure of your clothing or whatever. But like that's the problem is, is like I know I bought a Madewell Whisper Tea in 2015 that I love. And I also know that Madewell Whisper Teas are still being sold and I hate them. Uh, so we need to figure out something in the middle that will help us. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That feels like a million dollar idea that someone should take from us. And, it is. I think it. I do think it's a really good idea. This is actually how the light bulb. There's not much I know about light bulbs, but but when but before the light bulbs were invented, Thomas Edison and his friend were recording a podcast. Mm -hmm. Famously, and yeah. famously, one of my favorites. They they were actually the hosts of This American Life. You know, prior. Mm -hmm. Before their untimely death by light bulbs. <laughs> and Thomas Edison was like, what about light bulbs? And his co-host was like, yeah. And they were like, that's a million dollar idea, which it, back then was a lot. A lot of money million, back then. A lot of money. A lot yeah. of money. And it's like, that could be us. You know, the Thomas Edisons of today. The it's Thomasina true. Edisons. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. The women in Stemisons. Uh, yeah. I think that, I think that the sky is the limit in terms of our fast fashion archival project. I think it's Shark I mean, Tank ready. Shark Tank ready. I know. And the, all the sharks listen. So I'm sure they'll be calling us after with many offers. Hey, Mark. Hey, Lori. Hey, Mark. Hey, Lori. Thanks for sponsoring. <laughs> this is brought to you by Shark Tank. Um, by Mark specifically. Um, mm -hmm. 
But wouldn't that be nice if there was like just a, an arc, a digital archive of, of everything that like a fast fashion brand sold in every year? You know, they have it somewhere. They should just make it available to us. That's true. Yeah, they do, They would have it internally. That would also help them with their mission to be sustainable, even though they have no missions to be sustainable. Because, it's But if they ever wanted to, plan. I feel like it would be good PR for them to do something like this. A thousand percent. So I'm going to post all of these pictures. Oh, and what you're going to hear next is a little stitched together audio from the last 15 minutes of the last time we recorded the show before... After we figured out the audio is bad, we have some no-buy recommendations for you, um, social media related, including a great account that Sally wants you to follow, um, it, which I am following now and freaking oh, love right. it. Just stick around yeah. for that. I know you have no idea what I'm talking about. I was like, what? Was oh, yeah, I'm that like, happened. Me, Sally? <laughs> but for now, on this part of the recording, take a look at the pictures, the many pictures of Sally mm. in this hoodie. Tell us in the Facebook thread, and we will make one, that include all of these pictures, what search terms we're using, and if you find a hoodie. And also, even if you find the same hoodie in a, a smaller or larger size than Sally needs, please post it. We still mm -hmm. need to know. Um, and I would love for you to get a sweatshirt altered. That would make my day. Be amazing. Do you know what I realized that might work is a reverse image search? Except that it's probably just gonna, Bring it's just you. gonna match with like pictures of no, like of the hoodie. But I think it's just gonna, I think it's just gonna return other like hoodies. I don't think it'll be able well, to distinguish. Well, let's try that. We should try. Well, it, why yeah. don't you, why don't you crop one of those pictures so that your face is out of it completely, mm -hmm. and then just get it as tight as possible, or maybe like on the collar, and see what oh, comes up. That's interesting. Like, just okay. the collar. I'll try that. And remember, Sally is looking for a form-fitting sort of body con. Body con hoodie okay yeah. um because this really is, want to show off my curves yeah 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 the wedding the wedding hoodie the black yeah. tie hoodie all right well i really hope that this yields some results and if you guys have a white whale oh we didn't get to talk about white whales that's lost that oh, is shoot. lost that's oh, lost shoot. To the, we we could i couldn't remember the name for white whale so i kept just saying white orca white elephant white dolphin um, oh yeah that's right <laughs> no one will ever hear that guess you had to be there which no one was because the audio was <laughs> poorly um it was the audio was bad but but uh we'd love to hear about what you're searching for um your fast fashion white whales the things that you bought the way that we all sort of purchase fast fashion like oh this will do mm -hmm. you know for now not really thinking of it as like a staple piece as an investment piece as something you're going to wear for multiple headshots and a first date with your life partner as something that's uh, going to become your entire personality <laughs> yeah, 13 exactly. years later. <laughs> We'd love to help you find that too. I think everyone would like to go in and help everybody find things. So I hope we get to do that. Sally, as always, thanks for joining for a podcast. And what you'll hear next is the last 15 minutes of um, what we recorded before the audio went out on our last show. And we'll see you next week for another show. Sweet. Beep, 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 beep. Good segue music. I like that. Oh, yeah. I'm doing my own music now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. 
Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay, so now that we have the the hoodie, the search for mm-hmm. the 2023 find my hoodie. Dude, where's my hoodie? Mm-hmm. 2023. Um, I feel confident by the next time we record, we will actually have either procured you at least one hoodie or we've made a giant step in finding the white whale. This is huge. Whale you have watch. no idea how huge this is. I don't know what I'll have left to talk about in therapy anymore <laughs> if we find this. But that's gonna, it's going to save you so much money. And you can use that that's money true. to tailor all of the hoodies. All my hoodies. You know, it would be really fun if like everyone had a piece of clothing like this and just like once a week we just threw one into the gee thanks group and we're like, into okay, the, go, to go the sleuths, find, the find this. Yeah, go find this. Totally. Um, so Sally, I have a recommendation that does not cost money. Oh, good. That I want to share with the group and it is very quickly, delete Twitter. I got to say, I love your tweets and I will miss your tweets. And um, you were around the first time I went, I kind of took, Twitter off my phone, mm-hmm. um, which was right after the insurrection. Because mm-hmm. I thought, no, <laughs> I don't want to watch. The- I'm good. Um, but I've been back on it recently for one reason or another. And I've literally just have never enjoyed an experience less, I think, an <laughs> online experience less. And it makes you sad because it's like it's actually do- – we, do- we could draw some parallels between – the the search for the clothing we used to love. And then the fact that like, you know, they'll tell me, no, this is a whisper tea and I know better. And what I'm hearing from Twitter every time I go on it is like, nope, it's the same Twitter you've known and loved. You loved mm-hmm. being here. You used to love being here. All the jokes, fun days on Twitter, some like viral. Mo- and I know better. I'm like, no, no, no I don't love mm-hmm. being here. Yeah, I don't no, love no. being here at all. I don't love this place at all. And I realized like either I've outgrown it, more likely I haven't. I don't think I'm like that above sitting on the internet all day because I still do it. But I think it's like, it is not the same as what it used to be. I'm not saying I miss Jack Dorsey, but I miss his <laughs> passive energy towards his own platform, mm-hmm. which is not what we're getting from you know who. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really not fun place to be. It's no, like, it's, it's, it's a terrible like place to be. Horrible news, um, separated by horrible jokes, and then like weird ads. And I just don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I no, I, I don't blame you. It's like it's also uh, you. The, one of the reasons that I don't like it, and by the way, I am on it. My recommendation is to stay on. No, I'm just kidding. Um, just no, unfollow everybody, but only follow Sally because all they tweet about is tar. Yeah, and- I just I tweet about tar. <laughs> I shit post, but like it's basically and the New York Times, which is great. Yeah, but like the thing about it is that the news is really bad all the time. But you also Twitter also is like a place where. It's like if you walked into a room of a bunch of people having all of their emotions about the bad news all at once. So if you walked into a room and like a third of the people were screaming at the top of their lungs, a third of the people were sobbing uncontrollably, and a third of the people were explaining the day's events to you, that's And kind don't of- forget the other people who are like, I didn't even hear about this. Right. I don't right. even think this is a big deal. It's not happening on my timeline. Or the it's people who are like- says. Why is anyone surprised by this? That's the other right. thing. So, <laughs> right. So Telling you is, why you shouldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. So it is truly like a horrible and dysregulating place to spend time. So Not I really a big you. fan. Thank you. I, I mean, I don't know that I'm going to deact. I deactivate a lot. Definitely take it off your phone. If I would you say at the very least, far, yeah. Yeah. If you can't go as far as deactivating, 
take it off your phone. Um, that's helped immensely. I don't mm-hmm. have it on my phone. I literally have to go to twitter.com on Safari on my phone, which as we know is like <laughs> I don't the even worst know what any of that means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then I have to log in and that's a crapshoot. Not it's just not the best. So, you know, you do you. Some people love Twitter, and for that I applaud you because you've clearly sort of been able to cultivate the people you follow to be an enjoyable experience. I thought I did that. It's still not that much fun. So if you're thinking like, yeah, but do I, I should be on Twitter because like, that's how I get the news. I beg you just <laughs> get your news somewhere else. I, sometimes I like to watch the local news and, um, and then I read the times to see who at the times I should be mad at. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of it or like, you know, have a group chat that like shares the important stuff. Yeah. That's very, um, very helpful. You know, you can all be your own news anchors. As we all learned, we're all journalists and we're mm-hmm. all just here asking questions. We're all and just here asking questions. We're, we're sharing information that may or may not be accurate, true, or verified, but whatever. But guess it's, what? People at the New York Times are also doing that. That's so a great it, point. <laughs> it's pretty much fine. Um, Sally, do you have a no-cost recommendation this week? I do. It, it's social media based, but I okay. think I do okay. think that like Instagram is kind of the kinder, gentler social media platform. Although in some ways it's a it's a hellhole in in a, yeah. uh, on its own. But so this is an account called the Public Domain Review, and basically okay. they post um, their their little like bio says celebrating curious and compelling out of copyright works, history of art, literature, and ideas, oh. and they just like you know for example like their most recent post is. Um, an image of the Northern Lights in 1900. There's um, just like weird old I drawings from like the 17th century, um, photographs from like the Crimean War in 1855, just like a lot of kind of <clears throat> curiosities. And then uh-huh. along, often like a caption explaining what the, you know, giving some context. And then they also have, I think they have like a, a reference book or something that you can buy and they have like more information on everything they post on their site. So if you see something that's like really weird and cool um, and the caption, you read the caption, you're like, oh, I want to know more. You can go to their site and learn a lot more. And it's just, it's the most random stuff like photograph of Princeton students after a snowball fight between freshmen and sophomores in 1893. I love that stuff. Yeah. So it's it's just like it's fun. So this and- is for like a kid who loves loved history in high school maybe, but also wish they could do it on their own time and no homework and um, – you didn't have to like learn that much. You got to just sort of see things. Yeah. If if taking a history class was fun and interesting instead of soul crushing <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> and boring. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. I love that. I love that stuff. It's okay. So it's called the Public Domain Review. Yeah. It's called the Public Domain Review and they're – I think it's just like Public Domain REV is their – So basically they're just going through like all of the sort of free – and then posting the interesting stuff. Okay, I love yeah. that. Here, I'll send you a link to the to their profile so you have it for the show notes. Similarly, to tack on, um, yeah. you know the the New York Public Library, I think, did this whole archival thing of like old. They basically made a Google Maps of like New York in the 1800s and 1900s and anything that isn't very current mm-hmm. by pulling together old archival photographs of, um just the city and then so you can mm. search addresses and it'll just take you to like what was there in different anytime they have a picture from like this exact cross street so it's like oh we have a picture from 1942 we have a picture from like 1890 i don't think i don't know if there are pictures but maybe here's an oil painting mm-hmm. um 
and you can see everything. And there's, I, I find that like endlessly exciting. So the public domain review is like exactly up my yeah. alley. Same, same kind of deal, I would say. Yeah. So, okay. Here, the public domain rev. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I see some of you already follow it. Oh. Which I love that. Um, Kate Berlant, I see you follow it too. That's great. Listener, G um, thanks, listener, Kate Berlant. Yeah, noted. G thanks, head Kate Berlant. Oh, yeah. I literally, I literally was like, okay, what looks like the most interesting picture? And I clicked on photograph of Princeton students after a snowball fight. Oh, it's in good, 1863. Right? It's a good one? In 1893. Yeah. So, yeah, they did have photographs. This ain't a oil painting. They look cold and uh, hurt in that photo. They look, the, yeah, those, those snowballs must have had like rocks in the center because they look very, like they really got, the shit kicked out of them. Wow. Painted on a thin plate of ivory, just 2.6 by 3.1 inches. This quote unquote self-portrait of the painter, Sarah Goodridge's breasts was given as a proto sext uh, to the recently widowed U S Senator Daniel Webster in 1828. She literally painted her breasts <laughs> <laughs> on on a plate and then gave them to someone whose wife had just died. That's absolutely You kind of have to applaud that. Just iconic on so many levels. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to spend hours painting my boobs and then I'm going to deliver it to you at your wife's funeral. <laughs> I, I definitely would like a full biography of that person. I want like a musical. Yeah. <laughs> a musical. I, I love this. This is great. The first mass-produced book to deviate from a rectilinear format, at least in the United States, is thought to be this 1863 edition of Little Red Riding Hood, or of Red Riding Hood, published by Boston-based publisher Lewis Prang. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, this just, is cool. This is so up all kinds of alley. like fun factoids, you know, just like fun, fun fucking stuff. Infotainment. I, I infotainment. Call it. Yeah, quit Twitter and just follow like a million of those like history accounts i like this one because it seems rooted in fact Mm -hmm. whereas my other favorite history accounts like history uncovered is like maybe someone just made this up and put it on instagram but i'm also like like i'm just asking questions and i'm enjoying it i don't exactly and what about the vaccine Um, not everything has to be true yeah exactly not everything has to be true in quotes okay some things can just be fun and also truth is objective they or subjective they love to say that totally all right. Well, this has been a wonderful episode. I can't tell if what you are listening to right now is either a newly re-recorded episode after <laughs> Sally and I figured out our recording uh, website was pulling from my wrong audio again, like it did three weeks ago, um, or if we or if we re-recorded. But you know what? We're you're just about to find out. Like we are. We don't know yeah, exactly. We also um, don't know. We also don't know. But I will link to everything that we talked about here, except all the stuff you can't buy, which is most of it. But what I'll do is most importantly link to the Facebook thread where we are going to be on the hunt for a crossover fitted bandage uh, hoodie, um, form fitting hoodie, <laughs> formal black tie hoodie for Sally. Yeah, formal black tie. Hoodie. Um, Those are the search and- terms I use. <laughs> black tie hoodie, wedding mm-hmm. appropriate mm-hmm. hoodie. Right. White tie hoodie. Um, this was great. I'm excited. And if anyone has a whisper tea from um, 2016 in either large or XL, I will take it from you happily. Um, How much will you pay for that? I would have to look at it. It would have to be one of those things where I appraise each one. Okay, sure. Um, but I would say thousands. I would say 
Millions? Sure. I would say millions. Yeah. That's how I feel. And I, I think I, that's reasonable. Tens of millions. <laughs> tens of millions. Hundreds yeah. of millions? No. Let's not Let's be, not get hysterical. Let's but, not get hysterical. Yeah. But tens of millions? Yeah. I done and done. The estate of Caroline Moss will just be like multiple t-shirts from Madewell. And, be a and trunk you know of what? T-shirts. She lived well and she loved what she did. Which she, died she, she died as she lived in Madewell Whisper Tea. And you and whoever dies for I'll either be buried in my Madewell Whisper Tea and you'll come to my funeral yep. with your painted boobs on a plate. Right. And and you'll present them to Dan or um <laughs> or you'll die first and I will make sure everybody in the funeral home wears a hoodie and then we do a flash mob. Yeah, a flat flash, if you get uh, my meaning. A flash mob, right. And then someone will paint the flash mob. I I should have painted my I should have painted my boobs before they, they took them away. But Yeah. So alas. you had do you share that you had t- top surgery? I do now. No, I'm just kidding. I yes, no, you I don't have, have to. No, no, I know. Edit this no, out. <laughs> <laughs> what if this was live? No, yeah. I do. It, it it is not a secret. So I okay. I, I feel like yeah, but- I should have thought of how I could have given you a picture of my boobs <laughs> should anything happen to Dan. I didn't I love, think of it. I love the, the idea of like just drawing them like a cartoon or like or, <laughs> or coming with a calculator that just as like remember like boob, boo yeah, 80s boob. Boob. Yeah, <laughs> and wait, being but like sorry for your loss. <laughs> what if we started a – you know how there's like people who are like the one thing you have to do is you have to figure out your will and we're going to help you. Like we're a yeah. that helps you figure out – what if our whole thing was like you have to do one thing before you die and it's you have to draw your boobs and we're here to – we're going to help you do it. <laughs> and then they all go on the public domain review and then they, and then, <laughs> and then in 200 years, they're all on the public domain And then in 200 review. years, our our like great, 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 great – grandchildren, which would be impossible because I don't have any children and neither do you. But they are there. They're they there. exist because science uh-huh. is kooks. Um, they're like, these are my grandma's boobs. This is on Instagram. They still use Instagram. They definitely do. It's going to well, be the one thing that survives. I love that. And some people say, you know, yeah, we're not journalists, but we are historians. We're and that's historians. what everyone knows about us. They do. This Ooh, is, I, I think this it. is one of the top rated history podcasts in the <laughs> Apple podcast store. I can't wait to be like – sometimes I get an email that's like, you're number one home and garden in Ireland this week. Actually, I am not making that up. That is an email I've gotten multiple times. You're number one home and garden show in Ireland this week. But I hope that this week it's like in the United States in history podcasts, you that's are number us. one. Number G-Things one. G-Things just bought it. G-Things, it's history. G-Things. D- move over the learning channel or whatever. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. You just listened to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 245 0736 with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G Thanks and friends.